0: Welcome to another episode of At The Boundary, the podcast from the Global and National Security Institute at the University of South Florida. I'm Jim Cardoso, Senior Director for GNSI and your host for At The Boundary. As we record this, we're returning from what I hope was a wonderful Christmas and holiday break for everyone. We at GNSI certainly did as we capped off an amazing 2023 in which, among other things, we kicked off this podcast. In only our first seven episodes, we've already tapped into leading national security expertise on the technology policy boundary, China, Russia and Ukraine, drones and autonomous warfare, and the link between food insecurity and conflict. As I mentioned in our last episode in December, we have big plans for GNSI in 2024. Several initiatives will be led by Dr. Dave Oakley, our new academic director. Dave most recently was an assistant professor at Joint Special Operations University and retired from the U.S. Army after serving as an artillery officer and strategist. His career also includes time in the CIA, the U.S. National Counterterrorism Center, and as an associate professor at the National Defense University. Dave is also a visiting research fellow at King's College in London. We're excited to have Dave join our team as he grows and manages GNSI's academic and fellowship programs.
1: Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Jim. It's great to be here.
0: So, um, you know, I gave a very brief background sketch, but tell us a little bit more about yourself.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jim. Uh, I'm married with four kids. Uh, Originally, I was born in California. grew up in Wichita, Kansas. I was commissioned as an Army officer through a small school in Southeast Kansas called Pittsburgh State University, where I met my wife. after college, I, as you mentioned earlier, I served in the, in the Army as a field artillery officer uh, at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Well, first in, in South Korea, then Fort Sill, Oklahoma. After about six and a half years in active duty, I decided to go do something else. Ended up as a, at the CIA as what they call staff operations officer. Did that for a few years, moved over the National Counterterrorism Center. Um, about three years later, or after about three years, decided that I wanted to go back into the, the Army came back in as a strategist, uh, served both overseas and stateside. Eventually, during that time, I eventually got my PhD and ended up in my last position in the Army, which was an assistant professor at National Defense University's College of International Security Affairs, where I taught in the uh, Regional Defense Fellowship Program. Retired about two and a half years ago, moved out here to Tampa with the family, and uh, started teaching at Joint Special Operations University.
0: Excellent. So you, you like the Tampa area? you been here for two and a half years now?
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah. The, you know, I, I do not miss, uh, I, we love the DC area, um, but I will say I do not miss shoveling snow.
0: No, no. It's, it's, it's in the high 40s today in the morning that we're recording this, and that is a chilly, chilly day in Tampa. And it's uh, so that's, that's, an, that's a nice change from, from the Northeast, that's for sure. So what, uh, what brought you to GNSI? I mean, what, what is it about the organization and your role here that interests you?
1: You know, it was the mission—the—the the, the combining the academ- academia, the the university with the the practitioner and informing the practitioner. Uh, you know, I spent most of my uh, professional career as a practitioner, and I look back on my educational experience and how important it was uh, for me to become a better pra- uh, practitioner. with That experience it made me more empathetic, more thoughtful, uh, and I think it was necessary uh, just to to make me a better practitioner. And so the combination of GNSI being at an academic institution, being near the scholars, the thought leaders, but combining it also with with government and the private sector to develop solutions to problems, national security issues that challenge us all.
0: Hmm. Now, what, um, so the, uh, the academic director role, that's one, you know, we've been talking about for a while, but we just recently brought you on. I think your first day was uh, November 1st, just a couple months ago now. Um, what does your role as the academic director for GNSI tail?
1: Yeah, I guess it's been about two months now, so it's, it's, it's gone by quick. It's been, it's been, you know, uh, we kept challenging. You, we, kept busy. <laughs> we kept you busy. We kept you busy. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a good busy, uh, so as academic director, I oversee GNSI's academic programs and activities. Yeah, This involves such stuff as interfacing and outreach to academic researchers, not only here at USF, but key partners in the military services, the combatant commands. Um, as most of the listeners know, you know, we're located in Tampa where we have sent, uh, U.S. Central Command, U.S. Special Operations Command. So I interact with them. Uh, professional military education institutions, so talking about like the, the war colleges, the command general staff colleges, uh, institutions like that. And then uh, international uh, uh, institutions, so universities. As you mentioned, I'm I'm a, a fellow with King's College London, so schools like that. Uh, right now, the two largest items in my portfolio are overseeing the stand-up of the fellows program and working with uh, USF School of Interdisciplinary Global Studies to develop a one-year master's program focus on educating practitioners.
0: Yeah, you know, like any you know, policy institute or think tank, uh, GNSI, we do seek to have a robust team of, of resident, non-resident fellows. As you said, uh, we're developing that, you know, we've been working hard to build our bench with the leading experts in our field. So let's, let's talk about that for a little bit. What do you see as the importance of this cadre of fellows to what we're doing here at GNSI?
1: You know, GSI's focus is on developing actionable solutions for 21st security challenges. That's in our mission, our vision. Uh, we know the first step to any solution is understanding the environment, understanding the, the problem. Uh, I believe this this understanding requires a collaborative effort uh, from a diverse group of people. We designed our fellows program with, with that in mind. Um, you know, the, the, the program is going to include a mixture of non-resident and resident fellows coming from academia, government, the private sector. And this diverse group of individuals will not only help GNSI better appreciate that complex strategic environment, uh, but it will connect us to other scholars and practitioners who will allow us to understand the environment even more. Uh, we believe that building this broad collaborative network will help GNSI achieve its vision.
0: Yeah, that's great. You know, I mean, one thing that's that's so great for us being here in the Tampa area is that Tampa has a lot of that right here in our backyard. Being on a you know a, a large you know highly uh, accredited research university. Um, we have MacDill Air Force Base with U.S. Central Command, U.S. Special Operations Command, right across town. And Tampa is just is just growing unbelievably with uh, tech capability coming in, entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, it, it's it's just a, we, we can really tap into that 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 sort of uh, uh, interdisciplinary thinking, like you said. You know, academia, government, industry. We can pull them all under the same tent. So that that's great. Um, so and you talked about that, but let's. Let's hit the a little bit about the non-res fellows first. I just know you've been really active on that right up to the end of 2023. And we're actually, you know, really kicking off 2024 by by moving that forward. You know, we want to pull in the right thinkers and practitioners to complement the GNSI team. What do you what were you looking for in your outreach?
1: So, you know, I think the first thing was was diversity. Um, we were wanting to, you know, back to being able to solve problems, you have to have a diverse approach. You have to understand all aspects of of the environment, all issues. And so to understand that those issues, you have to have diversity. And so we were looking for a diversity of thought, diversity of background. Um, and then also individuals who were interested in in national security issues and, and coming up with the solutions like we are. Um, you know, since we are solutions focused here at GNSI, we, we seek collaboration with a broad array of organizations, individuals, Um, you know, we recently announced the 16 fellows and we'll follow up in March with a second announcement of, uh, roughly another 16 fellows who will serve a two-year term. Um, after this initial cohort is announced and the program is established, we plan to bring on additional um, fellows throughout the year, like every year kind of rotate them. Um, and what we're hoping with this fellow is to bring that diversity that we're seeking so we can get those solutions.
0: Yeah, How do you see these non-res fellows contributing to our mission, and as we call our genocide mission, is finding actionable solutions to 21st century national security challenges?
1: Well, you know, uh, first we look at them to provide advice, provide advice and help us identify some of our focus areas, some events um you know we appreciate that we have a lot of ideas but we we aren't the the only holders of ideas so we look for them to bring in some some unique thoughts help us help us chart the course in the direction we're going to go uh we also want them to connect us with their professional communities you know whether that's in academia or you know uh the civilian sector uh, industry corporation uh government because um, we we want to really expand our collaboration out. We're also looking at them to participate in events, you know, be uh, not only attend, but be moderators, speakers, panelists at the events. And then also we hope that they will author some of our products for us, you know, our reports, our, our decision briefs and items like that.
0: Yeah, we, we have we built a fairly good array of different types of content, things that we've created. But uh, I think that, uh, you know, bringing this this broad uh, base of knowledge and experience, it's a combination. There's some, you know, obviously some high academic credibility, some practitioner experience. It's national. It's international. Um, I think it's going to our, our existing content is just going to, you know, supercharge it as we continue to uh, to build out what we're doing here at GNSI. It,
1: you know, and I agree, and I think with the publications, you know, with us getting the the the, the journal, of strategic security, shortly, it continues those conversations outside of the normal events, and so it becomes an ongoing, iterative conversation, which I think allows us all to establish a common understanding and a common appreciation. Maybe not agreement, but at least we know where each other's coming from, and that makes it easier to
0: to you know provide those solutions. Well, if everybody agrees, that's boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not you know you're, you're not learning anything. You're not growing. Everybody's like, oh, I agree with you. Oh yeah, I agree with you too. You know, now I expect everybody to agree with me, of course. <laughs> and we but, all do. We all do. <laughs> okay, okay, just just make sure that's clear right now. Okay. But uh, no, that's I mean, and you know, I mean, like we have our next major conference is is in March, uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, artificial intelligence in the era of strategic competition. You know, you want those panels and those and those uh, work, you know, those uh, uh, roundtables to have people on there, and you don't want them all just kind of going, oh, what I, what he said. I just want to build what he said and agree with it. You want them to have respectful, professional disagreement, because that way you get those ideas that emerge from that, that really can impact the national security dialogue.
1: No, I agree. Discursiveness is good. Debate, dialogue. Even as
0: you say, I agree. (laughs) But in this case, it's okay. (laughs) Um, So, you know, um, we're also bringing on some uh, resident fellows as well. So kind of walk us through what GNSI followers can expect there.
1: Yeah. You know, when the, when the fellows uh, program is completed, when it's fully established, there will be four categories of fellows. Uh, there's going to be distinguished fellows. We're going to have GNSI I resident fellows, GNS uh, faculty, senior fellows, and GNS non-resident fellows. Um, in addition to the non-resident fellows, which we discussed a little bit ar- already, we re- recently transitioned our faculty advisor program into a faculty faculty, senior fellows program. Uh, you know, GNSI because of our location, we're very fortunate to have a smart and talented faculty to draw from. Um, our faculty senior fellows are from various colleges throughout USF, and are essential for GNSI to stay engaged just now with USF, but the broader academic community. You know, this this group of talented scholars support GNSI through such activities advising us on our direction, on some of the topics that we we're, we're discussing, uh, conducts outreach at the university and in, in broader helping us with research and then also the educational events that we conduct.
0: Yeah. I like the combination, you know, you know, we talked about that breadth of the uh, non-resident fellows from national, even international sources, but at the same time, um, our own backyard is pretty squared away, you know, so USF, it's an R1 research university. It's part of the American association of universities for for its proven research capabilities. So there's some amazing, uh, uh professors, academics, researchers here at USF. And so yeah, we we definitely we want to tap into that and have them contribute in some of the similar ways. And 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 like I said, they're right here and and they can be doing that. So that's that's great that we're bringing them on.
1: No, you know, le- leveraging the strength in our own backyard, the strength in our own family here at USF. Yeah, I mean that's that's the right thing to do. And that's that's one that that's one of the strengths I mentioned earlier with GNSI is being at a university that's on the rise in a region in a city that's on the rise Mm -hmm. it's you know it's uh, we're very fortunate
0: yeah, it's a it's a great combination. I um, mean, you you know, you mentioned uh, we're not going to cover that today. You mentioned the the journal of Strategic Security as a new journal we're bringing on, and that, that I don't know that maybe that I'm looking at our producer here. That may be the future of a, of a topic of a future podcast. Talk about the journal of Strategic Security. He's nodding his head up and down for everyone out there, so I think that's a a go. So we're very excited about that, but just kind of give you a little heads up. We did acquire the Journal of Strategic Security, our first uh, um, issue. Under G- GNSI will be in March of this year, and it'll be a quarterly, uh, a cur- quarterly frequency for the Journal of Strategic Security. Very excited about that. So look for that. So moving beyond fellows, um, GNSI is also looking to open up opportunities for military officers to complete professional military ed- education and other you know, broadening opportunities that they do here at USF. Talk us through what we can expect to see in 2024 in that initiative.
1: Yeah, the, you know, the working with PME, Jam is one of the initiatives I'm, I'm very excited about. Uh, we are establishing two opportunities for military officers that are, all, are also part of our broader fellows program. Uh, the first one is our PME fellows. These are normally active duty lieutenant colonels, colonels, uh, uh, equivalent Um that are completing their their senior service college or their senior development education in the Air Force, basically their war college experience. Uh, this group of officers will come to USF for a year. And during this time, they'll participate in a tailored experience focused on their education, and their career needs. This experience will include opportunities such as mentorship sessions with General McKenzie, interaction with USF faculty, uh, participation in, in our GNSI events, uh, auditing of USF classes, uh, then also interaction with local, state, and global leaders and organizations. So as mentioned earlier, you know, our close proximity to Central Command and U.S. Special Operations Command will allow them to, to interact with them. Um, they will also, you know, do research projects under the mentorship of both GNSI and USF faculty. Uh right before the holiday break we we were excited to find out that we will have our first air force officer in this program beginning in the 2025-2026 academic year and we hope to hear from the other services early in this year uh, uh, about some of the, some, some of their officers
0: yeah we're um, seeking right we're seeking to have that first cohort in fall of 2025 to be anywhere from you know 5 to upwards of 10 officers uh growing that out over 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 time as well um, you know, and and then even beyond that, I, I think that we're looking at not just um, pure military officers, maybe other government um, entities, other government members that are looking for that broadening education, maybe even uh, international officers. Right.
1: No, I, you know, and I think going back to that diversity of thought you know the the way that the classrooms are structured is just not about the professor at the front of the class it's about the way that the classroom is structured and the uh, structure and that diversity that's brought into the classroom so having international officers having civilians having US military officers having US national security professionals in that classroom will make it a richer experience
0: yeah we um And another, you know, one thing we're excited about too is again, we, I know we, this is probably the second or third time we've said this, but the the, kind of one of the advantages of being in the Tampa area, again, with special operations command, central command right across town is these military officers can come to us, do their studies, whatever program they're in for one year, and then transition right over into a a potentially a a, a follow on assignment uh, in special operations command or central command. So now instead of only one year in location, Maybe they'll have three, potentially four years in a single location. And for, uh, you know, you and I are both retired military officers and we live the life of moving every two to three years. That type of, um, uh, you know, continuity of of residency uh, can be very attractive.
1: It can, especially when there's beaches and sun.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's not a bad place to be at either. There's no doubt about that. So that's something we really we hope to uh, to 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 capitalize on. Not only providing these officers and these individuals a world class education in accordance with their uh, with their needs for their careers, but also maybe giving their families a little bit of stability as well.
1: No, no, I agree, and I and I think that you know with the quality of the program that we're going to offer, with the location and the connection with the follow on assignment, I, I think will be a, a hot commodity uh when officers are making the decision where to go.
0: Mm-hmm. And I do want to, you know, I do want to shout out um a lot of what we're doing with with the um with this program, especially in the one year master's side, uh shout out to the uh to the School of Interdisciplinary Global Studies at the College of Arts and Sciences here at USF who've been a just an incredibly uh, invaluable partner. You know, they have an existing two year master's uh, already and so we're using that to baseline the, the one year master's and uh, they've just been fantastic in helping us move that along. So uh, for any of them listening, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, so, we, you know, we talked about fellows, hit that up a bit. We talked about the uh, some of the, uh, uh, you know, the op- the programs for military officers. Any other uh, strategic programs you've got in mind is GNSI's first uh, initial I'm trying to think of other synonyms for that word uh, academic director uh, as we progress on our first 5 year plan and towards that vision of being an internationally recognized thought leader throughout the global and national security environment
1: you know as we 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 hit on earlier you know I'm a big proponent of collaboration and non approach to understand the security environment and offer those solutions that that we discuss you know I, I Through our programs, I want to continue to expand our network to bring more diversity to GNSI and broaden our perspective as much as possible. Um, You know, I think this is going to include stuff like diversifying and multiplying the events and the background of participants in the event. Uh, GNSI has done a fantastic job bringing diverse perspective. But as you know, diversity requires time. You know, it requires time to get those different voices uh, into the events and get the broader collaboration. Um, You know, you hit on it earlier. One of my goals is with the one-year master's and the PME fellows program, the individuals that come to be either scholars or fellows you know, want to get a mixture of security practitioners from the U.S., from different interagencies, um, from international officers to bring that perspective uh, on campus. So really my focus issue is looking at opportunities to bring that diversity in, in, into, into GNSI as we continue to grow. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I look to focus on.
0: No, that's great. You know, as Reese, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not a PhD, you know, I just hang around them so I can feel smart. Um, but I mean, to do research, right. You do need that, that, that broad, uh, interdisciplinary approach to a lot of times, if you get just a bunch of similar, like thinking people in the echo chamber, um, you you know, your the solution or the research that needs to come out are going to be just not fully formed. Right. And I mean, that's I would think that's something that, um, you know, we as we in GNSI continue to grow out our own you know research capabilities. uh, We want to be able to um, uh, reach out to these broad uh, and diverse audiences to bring in the right experts so that um, these types of 21st century solutions contributing to the national security uh, conversation really are 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 for lack of a term fully as fully baked as possible. Now, you know, and I, and I look
1: at it, and this kind of goes back to where we started the conversation and uh, that we touched upon throughout, throughout it about the location of, of GNSI here at USF and, and working and being that bridge really between the practitioners and the scholars. And I think oftentimes we look at them as two different worlds, but I think fundamentally both professions, the scholar and the practitioner, are, are focused on understanding you know, and that understanding, I think the way to generate a fulsome understanding is to have diversity, to have the contestation of ideas, whether it's in the classroom, it's in research, or whether it's on an operational planning team trying to understand the environment so you can uh, take purposeful action.
0: Hmm. No, I, that, that's great. And that, I mean, that, that, that's a good way to kind of wrap things up. Um, any final thoughts as, uh, as, we, as we do so? Uh,
1: no, I, Jim, I appreciate this opportunity to chat with you today. I'm excited to be part of the GNSI team. I'm excited to work with the USF community uh, and then also the the, the the national security community and and those who are interested in it. So I, I hope to see the listeners at events and meet them in person.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I look forward to it as well. And uh, so for everyone, Dr. Dave Oakley, that's GNSI's academic director. Uh, thank you for joining me today to describe exciting areas of growth for our team in Tampa. And thank you to our audience for joining us today. Please follow GNSI on our LinkedIn and X accounts at USF underscore GNSI. If you like what we're doing, follow this show on your podcast player, give us a review. And be sure to catch our other new podcast, What's Really Happening, where GNSI's Executive Director, retired Marine Corps General, and former Commander of Central Command, Frank McKenzie, lends his unique experience and analysis to specific national security topics of interest. going to wrap up this episode of at the boundary each new episode will feature global and national security issues we found to be insightful intriguing fascinating maybe controversial but overall just worth talking about i'm jim Cardoso, and we'll see you at the boundary